Welcome to Test Don't Guess, the podcast created for unlicensed health practitioners who love chatting about functional lab testing. I'm Jensen, your host. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, developer of the HTMA analysis app, and creator of the Instant HTMA Professional course. But here, I'm just your curious colleague who wants to know all about the functional lab tests that you're using, how you learn to properly interpret them, and how incorporating labs has impacted your confidence and your practice. In this season of Test Don't Guess, we're going to talk with practitioners, course creators, and lab experts to help you navigate the world of functional testing, and I am super glad you're here. Remember, this is a podcast intended for learning purposes only, and it does not provide professional legal or medical advice. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me on my podcast. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, I wanted to learn more about the women that you're serving and, and kind of what got you into functional medicine. So if you could start there, that would be great. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm Leslie Bumpus of Redeeming Wellness, and I always was the science nerd. I wanted to be a doctor, you know, and as God would have it, I kind of did a different path. I have a biology degree, actually worked in landscape construction for years, then sold computer systems, and uh, then became a mom with two little ones. And I've never really learned to cook. My mother was a war baby from World War II. She started working at the age of 12. So I have a history and a background of poor nutrition um, and and, and kind of she's my why because she had osteoporosis, Parkinson's and cardiovascular disease. So somewhere around my my kids getting into high school, college, I kept thinking, you know, I could go back to med school or do something like that. And a lot of um, my own practitioners are really marvelous uh, physicians that think outside the box. And they all said, do not go to med school. <laughs> you will be bound in handcuffs uh, to the AMA. You won't be able to really do what you want to do. And the Lord led me to this nutritional therapy association idea. So I graduated in 2013. Um, I've taken all of the levels of RWS, which stands for restorative wellness. I just graduated uh, this spring with level number four. So I know I'm a master clinician. Yes. And I've taken, and I did, you know, I have a, um, certificate certification and as a supplement specialist, cancer coach. I was trained by the Institute of Functional Medicine for um, Alzheimer's and dementia prevention and reversal. A lot of that is in the news these days. Um, I don't feel like I've had my own personal health journey, like nothing tragic or awful has happened to me, but I've been surrounded by it with family members and especially watching my mother deteriorate over time uh, so severely, you know, and it seemed like one medicine had to trigger symptoms that had to have another medicine, which triggered symptoms. And especially we know now that Parkinson's especially has a huge gut brain connection that it's really a disturbed microbiome. Although Mm -hmm. she, you know, nutritional deficiencies as a child, childhood trauma from World War II and then um, toxic exposure. My parents lived in central Florida where they were surrounded by citrus groves where they spray pesticides 24 seven. So she had the three legs of the chronic disease stool, the trauma, the nutritional deficiencies and toxic, toxic exposure. So I could say that's my why. Um, when I started practice, a lot of the women my age had girls in high school and college so I would get a lot of girls coming off of um, 
maybe their second year in college and they've been put on the pill when they're in high school. They learned to binge drink in college. <laughs> Anxiety would set in, um, constipation. You know, uh, women, uh, we are just not taught that it's okay to poop. And so there's a lot, of a lot of withholding, a lot of constipation. And then those same girls, as we're all getting older, um, come to me because now they want to get pregnant. They're married and want to get pregnant. And if you've been on the pill since you were 15 and now you're 25 to 30, there could be a really uh, rough road ahead of you. So about four years ago, um, a couple of my female clients came to me and said, and friends and said, gosh, my mom or my dad's got Alzheimer's. I'm worried I'm going to have Alzheimer's. What do I do? And what's interesting is that we have so many really great functional lab tests and genetic testing with, for epigenetics to let us know if you're predisposed to any of these diseases. Most women, if you ask them, do you want to have a genetic test to find out if you carry the BRCA gene, for instance, for breast cancer, they would say, yeah, let me know because I want to do everything I can to prevent that or to go ahead and proactively remove my breasts or whatever they think that, that part makes me crazy because it's the breasts are not the source of the cancer anyway. <laughs> um, but if you ask someone, would you like to know if you're predisposed for Alzheimer's or dementia or Parkinson's? And they're like, no, no, don't want to know. Don't want to know. Please don't tell me I'm like, well, it's preventable. <laughs> it's reversible. It's the same. It comes down to the same foundation. So, um, that's kind of where I am in my practice right now. I am uh, really enjoying this age group. I am uh, developing a program called the Limitless Vitality Experience, how to age of confidence, strength, and grace. And most people don't believe me when I tell them that I'm 66. Wow. And uh, I think every woman deserves to be as beautiful and strong and healthy till Jesus calls her home. I mean, it doesn't have to be that at 60, we all go, oh, I'm frumpy and dumpy and, you know, or I've gained all this weight or anyway, it's my job, my mission, my passion, my calling to help women live a very, very full and healthy life. Oh, wow. That I love that. First of all, um, that's really fantastic. I think it's an underserved population. I think as we age, it is just assumed that we're going to start feeling frumpy and dumpy. And I think it takes people doing what you're doing and showing them that it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. And so I love that. Um, so are you using a lot of this genetic testing? Is that from RWS level four that you learned the genetic testing or did you learn something else? Actually, I started genetic testing five or six years ago, just even using the 23andMe raw data, downloading it from the client and uploading it into a third-party software. The reports can be a little wonky, but I knew what I was looking for. And then two years ago, I was approached by 3X4 Genetics, uh, the company based out of South Africa, which happens to be now the genetic testing that RWS4 um, recommends. It's a beautiful report. It's absolutely stunning. Great, great for the client to really understand that brings it down to these are their foods. These are your lifestyles. These are your supplements and uh, really helps them understand that our genes, um, our genetic variations, I don't call them mutations, but our genetic genes and our genetic variations are like light switches. You can turn them on or turn them off. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things that will turn them on. Uh, the overused phrase, however, is, you know, genes 
um, are the gun and um, environmental influences pull the trigger. So if if you know ahead of time that boy oh boy I shouldn't be drinking alcohol or have a trouble trouble processing caffeine or I don't methylate well so I need to make sure I don't have a lot of toxins in my life you know that's so helpful and I think that um, so that is one of the tests now genetic test you do once one time in your lifetime because your genes aren't going to change right? right so it's a four hundred ninety seven dollar test it's pricey but we keep referring back to it. So, okay. Then we pull out your, you know, your LabCorp annual blood work or biannual blood work. And we watch for patterns emerging, or I like to tell a story. My mother came over on the Queen Mary when she was 19, started out in London and was headed to New York. And when you're on your big ocean liner cruiser, um, it, it can take two weeks back then anyway. And all you do is watch the water go by and you, know, and you think, well, I'm leaving London, I'm gonna end up in New York. But if the navigation engineer was off by one degree, you could end up in Miami, mm -hmm. <laughs> not knowing your ship has slowly drifted off course. Mm -hmm. And that's the analogy I try to make for my clients in that we look at your labs, I put them in that fun, wonderful Excel spreadsheet. And we look to see where, where's your ship going off course. And I think girls, you need to start doing this at 25, 30, 32. Don't, don't wait until you're 45 or 50 and go, I'm not feeling so good. And I think I better get some blood work done. Yeah. So this kind of helps us say, okay, genetically, this is what you're predisposed to. Now we can support you in that way. And then annually, we will make sure that you're not drifting off course. That makes sense. That really makes a lot of sense. So you're, so the program that you're coming up with is going to be heavily focused on the genetic testing and then doing the blood work every, every couple months. Do you do, or not every couple months, every, um, like biannually, do you do gut testing, Dutch, any of the other yeah. kind of testing? So, um, I, I got really heavily involved in Dutch and hormones. And then realized because I'm not a licensed practitioner, I can't prescribe hormones anyway. I am personally on bioidentical hormones. I think it's critical. <clears throat> Estrogen especially is brain protective and bone protective. Um, my program, I, it, or if you're going to come work with me as a client one-on-one -on -one right now, I absolutely have to have my comprehensive panel. And you can bring me whatever blood work you have and we'll fill in the blanks if the, because there will be blanks. Um, then I go to the GI map which is the stool test because most women, again, the constipation and Crohn's and irritable bowel and weight gain. Um, I had one come in yesterday, the results came in and we've got a lot of dysbiotic pathogenic bacteria. Uh, she has one parasite and a lot it even of- even showed um, up on the GI map? It was a it parasite on, on the, the GI, GI map? map. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So and then we can look at it. And, oh, and so her blood work, her homocysteine levels were- off the chart and homocysteine is a marker for inflammation. It doesn't tell you exactly what's inflamed, but it can tell you the body's got some inflammation. Well, then her stool test came back and her inflammatory markers there were high. So we know now it's, it's gut related and we can tie the two together. So um, my program that I hopefully will launch at the first of the year uh, is going to be 10 weeks and it will start with the blood test and the NutriQ, nutritional assessment, a supplement review, um, bone health, skin health, um, and the fact that hormones are critical. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Talk with me more about um, the estrogen piece that you're recommending, or not, that you can't prescribe it, but you found it to be incredibly helpful for you. Yeah, I have my own personal OB-GYN is my age. And I've actually had her speak at a couple of my retreats on hormones and the importance of hormones. She's a functional practitioner. She went, you know, left the conventional medical world to go functional. And um, we know that, you know, we have only so much estrogen because we only have so many eggs. Eggs at follicular phase releases the estrogen. And then as we age, that winds down and the body says, and the brain says, I still need estrogen. And the, the ovaries pass the baton to the adrenal glands and the adrenals are like, are you getting me? You wore me out. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing left. You've been carpool and finance and sports. And the brain is saying, I still need estrogen. And there is another organ that produces estrogen, belly fat. And that's why women get caught in this. I'm coming off of my fertile years, don't have any estrogen my adrenals are worn out. So the belly produces the estrogen. So we want to make sure we keep our adrenals and our blood sugar balanced early thirties and forties before we get there. So our adrenals are not worn out, sure. but uh, yeah. And Dr. Bredesen of the end of Alzheimer's says that early on in his studies that his, his women, especially, you know, tested men too, but women, especially uh, in their seventies and eighties, or when they come with the Alzheimer's had absolutely no hormones. Like they were Zippo. Their cholesterol was usually like in the one twenties, one thirties. Um, their vitamin D levels were at 20 or 30. And those are all critical hormones for vitality and strength and health. And, um, and so, yeah, I think it's a huge mistake. I know that we got caught up in that study in the seventies and eighties, with all the women who were on just Premarin and breast cancer rates went through the roof. And so they pulled it and they put, told everybody, don't put anyone on estrogen, we'll give them breast cancer. Well, that's been debunked now for at least 15 years. Unfortunately, we still have practitioners that, have, that information hasn't caught up to them to understand the delicate balance of estrogen to testosterone to progesterone. And I tell my male clients, you know, they say, they come in and say, my doctor wants to put me on a statin. And I said, well, he might as well cut your balls off. You can't, you know, if you can't produce cholesterol, you sure as heck can't produce testosterone, right? right. Cholesterol is the master hormone at the top here. And it goes down two pathways, your sexual hormones or your stress hormones. Yeah. And the guys are like, no, not that. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. But what's interesting, I have to tell you. Um, Hayden, hippie Hayden, one of our fellow MTPs posted this book, uh, two weeks ago, uh, the calcium paradox life changing. It's an older book, but, um, lots of studies that tracked women, women's health that were told to take calcium for their bone health. And in those groups of thousands of women that took calcium, their in, the incidence of heart attacks and stroke went up. And it's because the calcium was not being deposited in their bones. It was being deposited in their heart and arterial area. Um, and that's why we do a calcium score or, you know, that kind of thing right now for heart health. 
And what they found was the missing, the missing thing was K2, vitamin K2. Mm. K2 has one job and one job only. And that is a enzymatic protein that helps shuttle calcium into your bones. Yeah. Huge. Wow. Yeah. You know, that's really interesting because, um, I've been struggling lately because, so I teach HTMA and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we always are looking at the calcium numbers on Mm -hmm. an HTMA test. And when they're really high, it's called having a calcium shell. And the first thing that you do, cause I mean, that's showing us that the calcium is depositing in the tissues. It's not in the bone where we want it to be. Right. And the absolute first thing we do when we see a calcium shell is recommend K2 to make sure that it's being shuttled into the bones. But as of like, I mean, I guess it's just become known to me in the last six months or so because of this HTMA summit that, um, I, I watched and was a part of somebody did a big presentation on calcium and that we should actually be taking calcium and everything I've ever learned was we need all the cofactors for calcium. And, you know, we like, we don't, we're getting enough calcium in our diet if we're eating whole foods. And then he kind of turned it all on its head. And so I've been struggling with just calcium in general (laughs) recently, but, um, well, what's interesting for my age, for my age group, Jensen, I'll get women that come in here and, um, they'll say, my doctor told me I have to have a thousand to 1500 milligrams of calcium. I've got the calcium, you know, one a day or whatever it was. I've had this calcium pill for three years. You can't break it. You can't smash it. Oops. Oops. Something just went, here we go back to zoom. Sorry. Um, <laughs> because it's calcium carbonate. It's concrete. It's right. not bioavailable. And as we age, we don't have the stomach acid to break down the, what I call the little, you'll have a little railroad track of Legos going around your intestines that this is never going to break down and and give you anything. Um, My calcium that I take, I take two different kinds. I don't even just take it by itself. I take a multi-mineral that is chalky, that I can break it down. It it crumbles, it's easy. And then I take my liquid um, D3 and K2. There are a lot of different ways to do that. My husband likes to take the Omega Veil Ultra, which is this fish oil with D3 and K2. Mm -hmm. I just take D3 and K2 and I take a liquid fish oil. but there are a lot of great ways to get at that great combination. And as we have to remember the original cofactor for everything is water. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's one of Kate's big things in the supplement Academy, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the things she teaches. Um, I actually just signed up yesterday for oh, um, doing the supplement Academy. So I'm really excited about that. And oh, she's such a great teacher. Yeah, she is. She was actually one of my NTA instructors. Oh, yeah. So she's, you. yeah, she is wonderful. And, um, I just am so excited to learn more, but I do know that the hydration piece is key. Yeah. So well, I keep a graveyard supplement graveyard in my office and, you know, the clients will come in and they'll say, here's my bag of stuff. You know, I've got this from my chiropractor and this from wherever, and I don't know what I'm doing and what I'm taking. And so we start to read labels and that's what you'll learn is that in fact, I had a comment, uh, phone call with someone in Austin yesterday afternoon. He goes, this is my B12. And I said, is it cyanocobalamin or is it methylcobalamin? Because cyan is synthetic, methyl is the real. Your body doesn't know what to do with synthetic. That's why we don't want folic acid. We Mm -hmm. want folate. Um, And I put big X's, like a big skull and crossbones. 
woman brought me her beautiful D3. Look at this D3. And I said, what's the first ingredient? And I make them read it because then, you know, you take ownership. Well, the first ingredient was soybean oil. <laughs> and the second ingredient was corn oil. And then the third oil was vegetable. <laughs> and I was like, where's the D? <laughs> I said, you're just shooting yourself in the foot with those ingredients that are covered in glyphosate and, you know, genetically modified and garbage, garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you tend to work with people virtually or do they come to you in person? Do you have an office in person? I have, this is my home office and um, I do see people in person. I do see people virtually. I have uh, clients in California and Florida and Washington. Um, so whatever works, you know, Zoom has definitely opened up the opportunity or I have a husband wife team, in fact, whose labs have all come in, but they just left for Colorado. So we're going to do a Zoom call and go over their labs that way. And um, we're looking for, again, we're looking for patterns. I was going to mention, I had this. Yeah, I wanted to talk with you more about the patterns you see that well, are pretty common. This is a 30-year-old 30, 30 woman, single, um, probably went a little vegan there for a while. Um, and she's vaxxed. And you can choose to edit this part out or not. But she's bleeding. Mm. Like her period just won't stop. And we've seen that, you know, in, in that population. But she has um, patterns for inflammation, definitely has uh, iron anemia. Of course, that we know is that's a result of that. But she's also at a high risk of B vitamin anemia because her homocysteine is very high. Mm. And I like to explain that homocysteine and B vitamins sit on either side of a teeter-totter. And when we don't have enough B vitamins, that homocysteine goes way up and we want to balance it back out. And of course, the key, if we pull in the genetic piece, is if I knew she was, for instance, uh, has the MTHFR variant, which some of my clients do, then I would know that we need to go with a methylated B compound, that we need to support her liver, maybe with some castor oil packs and um, some great liver support to help um, bring that homocysteine down. But that's, that's what's interesting about this. And her, her lipid panel was fine, a little on the low side, actually, again, a reflection of um, the fact that she's vegan. Her alkaline phosphatase tanked, she has no digestive fire. And a lot of her other markers said not enough protein, not enough protein, mm -hmm. either, either a deficiency or malabsorption, not absorbing. And so her glucose numbers, glucose, all those were great. Her D, vitamin D, it was 40, not bad. We could improve on that. So we're going to work with that, work with her this week. And um, she's traveling. She's um, a busy film producer. So we're going to work on getting her some good digestive support, encourage her to trust some more protein, get a good B complex in there and a good, um, for sure, good probiotic. <laughs> At night yeah, with all the travel, definitely. So you're able to use the lab results and create a a bioindividual supplement and lifestyle protocol for her. When you go through those results with her, do you go you know step by step down the line? Here's what I'm seeing, or what? How does your session with with her? What will that look like? So um, yeah, so she'll come in here Thursday morning, and I might. I'll probably either lingual neural test or muscle test some of these variety of supplements that I have here. Um, 
I don't, I don't actually haven't had my one-on-one -on -one intake with her yet. She's the daughter of a friend. So um, we're going to, I want to find out a little bit more about that. Like what prompted her to eat the way she's been eating and what's been going on so that I like to peel back the layers of the onion, you know, kind of like a, what I say, a forensic nutritionist, because mm -hmm. there could be some other things that play, but for sure, I want to find out her, um, like she's not done a NutriQ. Mm. I could get her to do that tonight, maybe send that over to her and see what's going on there. But yeah, so I like to have the signs and symptoms book, you know, that's kind of always a great starting point. Yeah. If you see some patterns, you say here, oh, look, zinc, oh, zinc, zinc keeps showing up or, or adrenal, you know, we need to love on your love on your liver. You know, if you've got all these liver markers, liver congestion, I like to see the patterns emerge and then we start peeling back the layers. And from there we might say, Hey, you know what? Like this other married couple, um, got a blood work, but she had some other really funky things going on. And so she wants, um, we just did a GI map for her and there's some really, um, things that have shown up there. So, and we also did the MRT, which is the mediated response, uh, food sensitivity test. And she didn't have too many dramatic um, red, what we call foods that are red that we want to eliminate, but she for sure showed up with wheat um, as primary. So we always want to say, okay, that means we're going gluten-free because gluten can be the primary driver and cause of all the gut inflammation. Mm -hmm. Now I have a quick question about the MRT. Does it pretty much always show up with wheat or if, if somebody doesn't show wheat, do you not worry about gluten with them? Um, sometimes other things, you know, like I don't have one right in front of me to kind of compare there, but I'm, I'm moving more towards requiring all three tests, blood work, MRT, and GI map. And with the GI map, we can add on the zonulin. Um, and so that's what I would, even though hers came up wheat, sometimes people come up, no wheat, but they have all those other inflammation markers going on, or they've got, even if it shows up no wheat, but they're having IBS, IBD, you know, diarrhea, constipation, inflammation, gassy bloating. That's still an indicator that we've got to eliminate the gluten. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you find that zonulin marker on the GI map to be incredibly helpful with that. It is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a great and, idea. I actually just a couple of weeks ago interviewed Ellen Syverson, who's also mm -hmm. a um, mm -hmm. master of sort of wellness practitioner. She was wonderful to talk with. Yeah. And we were talking about level four specifically because I had only talked with people who had gone through one through three. Uh -huh. And um, I wanted to get the perspective on level four. And I didn't realize that you also had been through that. So she said that that also gives you the ability to use Zoomers. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And do you use those at all? I have not okay. from vibrant America, there's zoomer, wheat zoomer and all those. Mm -hmm. No, I have not. I have not. What, what came to me two years ago, which is another reason to, to move into level four was, um, a friend, a client that had like a 180 spin with into depression and anxiety, weight gain, um, paranoia, just, just, and I really, in my gut thought, I think this is a mold thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and coincidentally, another friend in Florida said, I just ripped out my kitchen and it's full of mold and I have all these symptoms. So I used the Great Plains lab 
mycotoxin test, mm -hmm. which also now is in level four. Oh. And it's very, it's very telling. And so sure enough, my friend client um, came back with three really bad uh, levels of mycotoxins. I suspect it was in her office because we had her home tested and there was nothing in her home. And so she's been on a, um, a detox protocol. Um, and then the young woman in Florida, um, same thing. Some of these symptoms, it's just, it's just kind of crazy. And then I had a neighbor down, and I'm pointing down the street here, <laughs> um, come to me with unusual weight gain and really bizarre skin rashes. Um, they looked like cigarette burns and she'd been to three different dermatologists. And one said, it's the supplements. One said, it's not your supplements. One said, it has nothing to do with what you eat. It has not, you know, they were all, here's the steroid cream. Here's all right. the stuff. And again, had to dig deep her, she was in a zone where the water would from the behind them come rushing in and flood her, uh, crawl space pier and beam. And they had to have the whole crawl space pier and beam area encapsulated in plastic or rubber because all that water mm -hmm. mold. So I'm just, it's like, here we go again. So you never know. Um, there's the, some of the molds can be very neurotoxic creating all that dementia, Alzheimer's type problems, depression, anxiety, uh, can also be very cancer uh, causing and, um, inhaling it and, and you don't have to see black mold or smell mold to not be affected by it and I think Ellen has had that kind of experience too yeah yeah um when you get those results back for the, from the mycotox which is one that I've never run uh personally are there specific protocols based on the type of mold or if any of them show up are you basically doing a mold detox no, there, some of them have, um, there are certain binders that work more effectively with certain molds Okay. and you don't want to just go jumping in and mm, because you have to do the, the proper remediation in the home and remove yourself from the environment. Uh, if you can afford to, I mean, that's the ideal situation and, um, you want to make sure your, your elimination pathways are open because if we start going after right. toxins, you know, you can have the Herxheimer reaction and you can make it worse. You can make somebody sicker, but yes, to answer your question, there are specific binders and, um, supplements that we use for certain molds. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was always curious about that. So it sounds like you use all kinds of labs in your practice and you use all of them. Yeah. Um, how do you feel like that's affected your practice growth and the people that you work with? Well, I think it just, I think, um, you know, we're, we've all been raised to kind of think of testing as the gold standard blood tests, for instance. Not many people are, are as, as comfortable with the urine test or a stool test, but uh, it gives us such rich information and has made me a better practitioner, a more thorough practitioner, the ability to you know, go beyond, um, you know, don't eat any more starch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can really kind of recommend, you know, I always wanted to do it with food first, mm -hmm. food, food the way God made it, a whole food, nutrient dense food supplement where appropriate 
and make lifestyle adjustments. One of the first things I make all my female clients do is put in a shower filter. Like why? Well, because they've almost got thyroid problems. And what is your thyroid looking for? It's not looking for fluoride and chloride. We need to get that out of your water that you're bathing or you're drinking. So I recommend the Berkey filter. Um, those are those are two steps that I take with everybody right off the bat. Do you have a favorite shower filter brand? I just use the, um, it's called Sprite, S-P-R-Y-T-E. I get it at Home Depot or Lowe's and you buy a backup cartridge and we change our cartridge about every three to four months, mm-hmm. um, you can, and it's like $29.95. You can go up to $199.95 shower filters, but this one just looks kind of about the size of a hockey puck. Mm-hmm. Take your shower head off, put this one on, put your shower head back on and it's easy. Um, I do recommend a bath filter. You know, I'm a big bather, love hot baths. Um, and I have grandchildren and a lot of my clients have babies. So I do recommend the Santivia uh, it's a little bag, a cloth bag with herbs in it that you can swirl in the water and it cuts all the chemicals and makes your skin softer. And, and um, that, that's on Amazon. I have no affiliation there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so funny. I just ordered and just put in a, it's a bath filter for, for my daughter's bath. Cause we have mm-hmm. a shower filter and I was realizing that she, we definitely need to be filtering that water too. And it looks like a little ball that hangs oh. underneath. Mm-hmm. Have you seen mm-hmm. those? The, yes. I think it's yes. called a cousin or something. And what's tough is I, 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 I told one of my friends that I got it and she said, can you tell if it's working? And I was like, no, <laughs> you know, there's no <laughs> way to, to fully know, but I said, the water feels different on my hands. It yeah. really does. I and couldn't so, get that one because of the way my, my tub has a filler. So that's why I went to this little herbed. Uh, yeah. It says, I mean, it's, it's, they stand behind their, they have a whole line of products, Santivia. They, they stand behind their products. That's so interesting. I'll have to look that up. I love, I love any of these things that we can just incorporate into our normal everyday lives that mm-hmm. eliminate these chemicals that we're just constantly exposed to baby steps. Yep. Yeah. And you, just it build, really is. and you just build on that. The most dangerous neurotoxin in your home today, and maybe not your home are dryer sheets. Mm. Yeah. Not in my home, <laughs> Yeah, but the word fragrance we know oh. can hide up to 300 chemicals. And it was a, it was a doctor who was treating somebody with Lewy bodies. So dementia is the umbrella. Then you have Alzheimer's Parkinson's Lewy body um, and ALS. Um, and he said, the dryer sheets are poisoning and pickling your brain. I just don't understand how this stuff is still allowed to be on the market. No. With all of the research, everything that we know, and you have to be such an informed consumer to not be purchasing it. And I just feel like it shouldn't even be available. It's just so frustrating to me. And scented like diapers and wipes, all of that yes. that we're putting yes. on our kids, get it off the shelves. Like it doesn't, and, and we don't need it. Spray on sunscreen. I make oh. a big stink about spray on sunscreen. It says on the bottle, do not spray on children. <laughs> You know, it's like, really? But who do you see getting sprayed? And then I have to breathe the secondhand smoke, secondhand sunscreen. Um, Yeah, I don't like that either. Right, right. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I am so appreciative of you coming on and talking with me today. This has been really fun and interesting. Um, 
to just close, what is the number one piece of advice that you have for a new practitioner who maybe hasn't gone through RWS or, you know, isn't able to use any labs in their practice yet and is trying to figure out their best foot forward for their practice? What would you recommend for them? Well, I think as a new practitioner and as an NTP, you know, it's, it's tough to make a living. We know that. I think you have to have to look at multiple income streams, get your full script account set up, uh, throw uh, essential oil workshops, detox works. That's how I got started. I would throw these, I would advertise and say, I'm going to teach a detox workshop in my home. And it would be about, you know, wool dryer balls and lemon juice, apple cider vinegar and Mm. essential oils, get multiple income streams. Um, I brought beauty counter in into my practice five years ago because of my clients with cancer. I didn't want them putting toxic skincare and I don't want toxic skincare. So I think that's a step forward. Um, Get out there and speak, get out. You know, I know COVID kind of shut everything down, but walk around, go to a, go to the gyms, go to the, you know, YMCA's, whatever, and say, can I teach a class on blood sugar? Can I teach a class on something? Um, I completely agree. Yeah. Get on podcasts and for sure sign up as soon as economically and time-wise possible Kate's supplement class, or at least restorative wellness level one. And uh, you'll do great. You'll do great. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, where can people find you if they're interested in working with you? Yes. Just in your program. Uh, Redeemingwellness.com www.redeemingwellness.com. And I have a supplement guide right now that's available. I think it's available. <laughs> we've, we've worked on it. It's beautiful. It's all for skin, uh, brain, and energy. And it's at agelessbeauty.life, agelessbeauty.life. And embedded in the guide are places for you to click on and book a call with me, a 30-minute complimentary call. Or you could reach out through redeemingwellness.com. I'm Leslie at redeemingwellness.com. Um, I'd love for women of a certain age, and I'm calling the health savvy, mature woman who want to age with confidence, strength, and grace to reach out to me and get on my early interest list. Because once this thing opens, I think it's going to, I think I'm going to be bombarded. I think you are too. I really do. I'm so excited to see that. And um, we'll definitely put information in the show notes about all of this so that uh, people can click through and yeah, thank you so much. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining. You can find me at Test Don't Guess on Instagram or testdon'tguess.org, or you can check out the free private Facebook group called Test Don't Guess Functional Lab Chats to go ahead and continue this conversation. So until next time, always keep learning and stay curious. When someone sends me two HTMA tests and asks why they haven't seen much change, my first question is always, are you using Vicon? Vicon is the supplement company that I truly can't stop talking about inside our instant HTMA professional community. And here's why. With Vicon, you're able to customize a supplement blend based on your client's HTMA test, complete with the client's name printed right on the label. So no more generic solutions or piecing together massive, complicated, and expensive protocols. Practitioners love Vicon because it wipes out supplement fatigue, which leads to real, tangible results. And clients love it because it's so simple to take, whether they choose the powder or the pills. And most importantly, they're able to experience the magic of getting the right nutrients along with crucial cofactors for their body. 
All you have to do as the practitioner is choose a base formula, customize it using over 25 different properly sourced options like extra potassium or liver support, and you can even whip up a custom prenatal or support breastfeeding moms. The possibilities are truly endless. And then just to make sure that the blend is perfect, you can always set up a quick consult with the amazing Vicon team and they are happy to help. So if you're ready to revolutionize your approach to supplementation, grab our free Vicon guide and sign up for your own free Vicon account and let them know that you've heard about it from Test Don't Guess. Check out the link in the show notes to get started.